Hello, Gary. Welcome to Everything Imaginable, the podcast for curious minds on KGRA Radio. And here is your host, Gary Cochileo. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Everything Imaginable. I am your host, Gary Cacciolillo, and this is a special type of episode. Uh, this is a recital of a paper by Dr. Motion Paul Sarfarazi, Ph.D., um, and he is here with me. And he's, as I read these, his paper, which is called An Overview of the Cosmos, um, we're going to be able to answer, ask him questions to uh, understand the cosmos. So it's a kind of a heavy topic, and uh, it's going to be interesting. I think uh, this is just going to be awesome. Thank you for taking the time today to do this. Uh, my pleasure, my pleasure. Uh, cosmos is the starting point. You know, we have to understand, I'll say the three C's, you know, the consciousness, creation, and cosmos before we understand who we are get to the nitty-gritty details you know yeah. what I'm saying? so cosmos is a very good topic you chose and some other day maybe you, will, you might want to choose consciousness mm-hmm. consciousness is non-local and then it's local non-local it means comes straight from god okay but local is our consciousness and it gets into consciousness of vibration but that's a different issue so it's a, it's a wonderful topic you've chosen. It's wonderful. Thank you. All right. So um, I'm just going to start reading, and uh, I'll ask you questions as we go. Uh, okay. So here's the abstract. An overview of the cosmos is presented. It is explicated at that cosmos. This is one of those words that already messed me up. Atomizers, the body of an omnipotent. Uh, thank you. <laughs> An omnipotent source of consciousness. The prime creator, who is the prognator, responsible for creating of all things and their consciousness. It is further elucidated that consciousness is decimated from the central heart of the source via a holographic process that employs the phenomena of space and time, or collectively space and time, for sentient beings to anchor their state of consciousness within such discrete dimensions. It is proposed that there exists a total of 356 such dimensions layered isotropically in the form of a series of nested spherical surfaces that represent the space aspect with well-defined discrete set of curvatures that epitomize the speed of progression time within such dimensions. Furthermore, dualism principle, or creation, asserts that these dimensions must be formed as pairs that are referred to as conjugate. Did I say that right? Correct. (laughs) Space-times with the fabric of each mirroring the other. Accordingly, such dimensions are a series of the same space but progress in the opposite time directions. This respect, the speed of progressions, defines each characteristic of the dimensions of consciousness. The advent of the conjugate 
or mirrored space of space times gives rise to two contrasting worlds spinning in opposite directions about the, sto- about the source that are referred to as worlds of matter and antimatter. It is explained that this that a sentient being, having anchored its state of consciousness to such a dimension, sequentially jumps between the conjugate space-time in a quantum manner. Finally, a brief account of sentient vibrations within the cosmos, with direct reference to the advent of parallel dimensions, is explicated that it is permanent pertinent to the law of frequency dimensions of physicality, in particular to the third dimension, within which the present earth humans reside or have anchored their consciousness. I've never heard the matter and anti-matter described as two parallel universes or, or spherical layers spinning in opposite directions. Um, how, 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 do we, how do you come to that conclusion? Um, yeah, it was, a, it was a concept that I believe I introduced in 2011, maybe, as matter and antimatter, because, you know, science has been looking for, you know, finding antimatter. Right. Okay? The Fermi National Lab and all that, they've spent so much money and time and also CERN and all that stuff. Try to find antimatter. At no avail, mm-hmm. because antimatter does not exist in that fashion in our space time. Okay, now antimatter passes through us all the time. Right now, you're sitting there. There are billions of um, antimatter atoms, okay, or quanta of antimatter that are passing through you, but they don't interfere with the quanta. Of the matter, mm-hmm. in that fashion, you you don't you don't see stealth here. It's like a cloaking type right. situation, okay. And uh, but what it is, what it that comes, I I actually have expanded tremendously of on this theory of matter, antimatter, and quantum consciousness ever since 2011, okay. And I came up with something that you mentioned that's dualism principle of creation right. which is the most fundamental thing about creation in other words what it says is that nothing is created by itself everything is created in conjugate pairs okay mm-hmm. so <clears throat> for everything that you can think that for matter there's antimatter and what it is is that actually the conjugate pair is something that is a mirror image of it in many ways. It complements it in a way it can even compete with it, but they're of some symbiotic nature. Right. In other words, think about it this way. God is in the middle. That's the zero-point field. It splits, okay? And you create matter, antimatter. That's as, more, as far as constitution is concerned. Mm-hmm. Constitution is congealed quanta of energy. The free flow, that's another concept that I 
introduced congealment versus free flow is that the free flow means that the quantum of energy can just spin by themselves. Okay? Now, once they reduce their, 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 their uh, speed of uh, spinning, I introduce that as a congealment. It's an energetic right. congealment. So they become, they slow down, slow down, slow down, until they reach a point that these quanta of energy reach each other and they, they start interacting with each other and they coalesce and they form particles or antiparticles. Again, that's, that's the dual aspect of particle. Right. Okay? And basically what it means is that when you create a world, you don't create a world. You create two worlds. Mm-hmm. You create a world of matter, a world of antimatter. And they are opposite in each other. In that, what fashion? In the way that time runs within them. And time, I went ahead and explained that time is the very action of the spinning of the quantum particles. You know what I'm saying? Quantum energy, even. Not even at the particular state, at the quantum even state. Okay? Mm-hmm. So when this quantum of energy of God, when God explodes, now you're getting to creation, when it explodes about it, it, itself, it also implodes. It explodes and then closes. Okay? And so it spins one direction or it spins the other direction. And what happens, these quantum of energy get scattered all over the void at that time. Because there is no cosmos at that time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And this, these voids are turned little by little into space time that form them they, together, they form universes and all that kind of stuff. Are you with me? Yep. So yeah. So you describe all these dimensions. This is something you're going to be guys talking a lot about it again today. So anyway, going back to this, it goes back to the dualism of creation. Dualism of creation tells you that things cannot be created in a single fashion. They have to be created in a conjugate fashion and they have to mirror themselves. So what is doing here, it's doing the opposite in the other direction. Now this creates a balance, equilibrium in the entire cosmos, stability in the cosmos, because they are symbiotic. They have a symbiotic relationship. They can't exist without one or the other, but together they form a working cosmos. Okay, and the examples of dualism, I have extended it to so many things. Even the concept of uh, free flow versus congealment is a dualism, is an aspect of dualism. So it means quantum particles, they can go free to go, mm-hmm. or they can start congealing, slowing down, and eventually actually makes, make plasma and then fluid and even solid. Think of all these volcanic ashes that that come in, you know, there's plasma, and then it starts congealing, 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 right? Yeah. So the act of congealment is the opposite of free flow. Uh Uh-huh. Because when they congeal, they can't free flow. Right. They lose 
they lose the extent of it until they literally stand still, which we call them solid rock. And don't forget, we're at the edge of the cosmos. So we got all the, you know what I'm saying? We're at the bottom of the pan. <laughs> if it's going to still and come down, right? We got it. So this that's why we have the solidity and all this stuff. Of course, physicality is created, and I don't want to give you the whole paper or even so many papers around it, but so stop me anytime you get saturated, <laughs> Gary, okay? But the physicality doesn't start at the third dimension or all this, so even at the 12th dimension. There are very few people in this cosmos, in this planet who understand this, this subject, that physicality is not 12D. You know what I'm saying? I mean, before they were Einstein was saying 4D. Mm-hmm. XYZ and then T. Time is the fourth dimension. Monsters, rubbish. Dimension, you can't even describe it that way. Dimension is what describes a different aspect of space. And that aspect is how the time progresses in it. Mm-hmm. The time progresses faster. It's a higher dimension. Hmm. And it, it, it means the energies are higher. And energies actually manifest in terms of, we don't want to get into all that stuff, uh, but in, in terms of light. And light is electromagnetic. So, so the speed of time is what defines the dimension. Exactly. These type of dimensions. And I have extended also the meaning of dimension from a non-local to local. Okay. Mm-hmm. In other words, you create these 356 dimensions, okay? And the way that they differ from each other is that the speed, uh, quantum spin, the, the velocity of quantum spin is different between them. The faster it is, the closer it is at the center of cosmos, the slower that becomes decongeals and gets to the edge of cosmos. Right. Okay? <laughs> But there is something else is coming too. And these negative aliens actually explored the heck out of that. And that is, you actually can create space between space. Okay? And if you want to understand that this is the concept of what I refer to as, and I think people understand this. This is, you know, uh, you know, not, not in mainstream science, but the government and all that knows all this stuff because they did experimentation and messed up with, well, they didn't do it with job. I mean, with the Philadelphia experiment. <laughs> Montauk. <laughs> disaster. You know, Philadelphia experiment and the Montauk. And mm-hmm. no one was actually called a Bridgestone. But the, uh, Bridgestone, I believe it was the name. It, well, it never came. Because they stopped it. The Guardian founders stopped it. It wasn't to be happening in 2004. In fact, there are future timelines that are based upon this. Yeah, it did happen, but they stopped it, so they digressed the timelines. Oh, so that's how, so that's how they're creating another timeline between the two timelines. Exactly, you can create timeline. You can the the temporal mechanics is a very extremely astonishing and high technology traveling through time, making timelines, 
And negative aliens have accepted, uh, understand this. But let me finish what I was telling you about parallel, anti-parallel dimensions. So what they, what you could do is that, look, basically what happened, what is time is the quantum spin. It's the spinning about what? An axis. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. axis is like your umbilical cord to God. If you're an organic consciousness being and you're anchored at some dimension somewhere in this cosmos, you can dra- draw a line from there to the heart of the, where, where the initial explosion implosion occurred, which is, I call it the heart brain center of God. Right. Okay? So you're connected through this line, which is really an umbilical cord. This umbilical cord can ex- extend, can contract. It can extend, it can contract. It's like a spring. In fact, it's like a torsional spring. Mm-hmm. So it does this. It twists. You know what I'm saying? When it twists, when it goes counterclockwise, it's like it stands. Right. When mm-hmm. it goes clockwise, it, it, it retracts. It goes contracts. Are you with me? I oh, am. Yeah. So anyway, so uh, you can create parallel dimensions. How? By changing the orientation of this timeline or this umbilical cord mm-hmm. or what I technically refer to as the cosmological bivector of time. Because that's local. That's between you. You become local here. Mm-hmm. The cosmos is all over. So if you take this and rotate this line all around, you actually, the time becomes actually a tensor. It becomes a tensor of order two. It means it's a vector that it depends on another vector. And how is that? Because time and space is, time, space-time is basically a curved surface. Right. As you were reading. Mm -hmm. A curved surface has a curvature. That curvature gives you the indication of time. Okay. Because the flatter it is, the slower something can move in it. Makes sense. The curve for this goes down. Mm-hmm. So basically the higher dimensions have more curvature. And curvature, of course, is one over the radius of curvature. Mm-hmm. And the radius of curvature becomes that umbilical length of umbilical cord, as we were speaking. So, so that explains why, like, when people have out-of-body experiences, the sense of time is completely different. Absolutely, absolutely. You can, you can because of the change, different curvature. Interesting. Yeah, you can change the progression of time at least two ways. Well, two ways definitely. I've just described as a local and cosmological time. The cosmological time depends on the velocity of spin. And it happens discreetly. In other words, it happens here and it jumps in here. And there's nothing between it. There's inner space, which is becomes time. It doesn't become space. Space is the surface of that curved uh, domain. Right. And the entire assembly, a curved space with respect to some central point having a radius of curvature or curvature, which is the opposite of radius curvature, and having a 
a measurable space defines space-time collectively. And a space-time is nothing but a dimension. So when Einstein was saying time itself as a parameter is the fourth dimension, that's nonsense. You can take any space and create a different dimension. And you can do it two ways. Change the curvature, which is the same thing. It's analogous of saying change the quantum spin, the velocity of quantum spin, which is the equivalent of what people say it as a cliche nowadays. Everybody has become an expert. You know what I'm saying in this new age technology, you know, stuff. Mm-hmm. They say frequency of this and this, resonate this and this. <clears throat> they have no idea what they're talking about. From a scientific point of view, they have no idea. So the frequency that you're talking about is analog. It's equivalent to the quantum spin velocity. Right. And it's equivalent to the curvature. They all three aspects of this. Mm-hmm. And now what happens is that when this thing explodes and goes into the cosmos, and you write the quantum tensorial equations, okay, it will tell you that the solution is it, actually very well known. There's a lot of good things in mathematics and this thing on this planet that's discovered. It's just understanding how they relate to actual our creation, consciousness, cosmos, and all this stuff. But there is such a thing that's called eigenvalue problem or eigenstate problem. It means when you solve the solution to that equation, y as a function of x or y as a function of t, whatever you want to call it, okay? It will not have a continuous function. It'll be discrete. Yeah. It has a discrete number here. Then there's nothing that jumps to this. Then it's nothing that jumps to that. And let me make you a very, very simple example. You drive on thousands of hundreds of cars on a bridge. And suddenly the bridge collapses. The reason the bridge collapses, because the natural frequency of, of the whole entire all this machinery running and all this stuff matches the frequency of that. So you get resonance. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then it collapses. Are you with me? Yep. So the concept of frequency is very, very important. But it doesn't do it when you are going at 50 miles and the other guy going 30 miles or this one is that much weight or that one is that much weight or the wind velocity whatever. All these kind of, it is very complicated if you want to get into this traffic engineering, all this. You know what I'm, I'm just making an example. I can make a simpler example. You know what I'm saying? So when those situations come together, only together, eigenvalue, only value. That own eigenvalue means the only value. Mm-hmm. So when it reaches that only value, boom. And you have a natural frequency as you're sitting looking at it. It's your signature. It's your characters. In fact, it's the most important. It's more important than your name, Gary. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the name is, when, name's when just you, made up anyway. <laughs> yeah, those are all the way we refer to each other on this planet and, you know, all this stuff and relate to each other and all this stuff. When you're up there, you have a signature. 
You have a consciousness signature. By the way, that frequency that I'm talking about, natural frequency of vibration, it means it's a natural frequency when you vibrate about God. You know? That natural frequency, okay, is your signature. So when you're out there and you look at it, you're in light. Mm -hmm. And you have certain brightness. That's another aspect of it that I've described as light quotient. The third prop property that I've talked about is propinquity. And how far are you from God? Not for God. God is everywhere. Mm -hmm. But I'm talking about central brain. Right. Remember the central uh -huh. part. So, so, so in a spherical type of scenario where, where you know, everything's layered in like a, a ball form, the closer to the center to that ball that we get, does that mean the faster time is spinning in the higher the frequency? Absolutely. Got Absolutely. It. Okay. Now, I want to distinguish one other thing. These are thought processes that have come to me. I've been guided to understand the total picture is that you know, you've got these, I, I, I talked about in 2011, I called them nested spheres, and I talked about the Matryoshka uh, nesting dolls. You know, those dolls mm -hmm. that, mm -hmm. that fit inside? These dimensions fit inside each other. Really. Yeah. The outer dimensions, they have the biggest space. Mm-hmm. But they have lost time progression, which brings me to dualism that again. Picture. Yes. <laughs> I need a good animator. I need a good thing. I'm, I'm missing because a lot of stuff I've said unexplained and explained, mm -hmm. and then very very poorly I try to put those together because I don't have time. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I really, if I had a good animator, I could make video things for five minutes, explain things to people. They don't even have to go to the to the quantum mechanics of physics society or anything. Yeah. Because you'll explain it to them. But anyway, let me finish this thought again. This is uh, interesting. Is that, remember I said dualism? Mm -hmm. Time and space are the are conjugate pairs. <clears throat> because if you congeal more, you lose free flow. Okay. If you increase free flow, you have less congealment. Mm -hmm. And space is congealed aspect of time. And time is the very act of spinning about that umbilical cord, which I call the cosmological bivector of time. That's your bivector of time. Right. These bivectors, when you put them all together, it becomes a tensor. Mm -hmm. Because then you have two rotations, two angles to deal with, which is what the sphere is. Yeah. Sphere is one radius, two rotations. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What I find, one of the things I find really interesting about this is my question about the universe has always been, is it a singularity or is it a circular process that people experience? And in your model, you actually combine the two, it seems like. Like, like it is a singularity creating this cycle which appears to become infinite. Yeah, a universe 
is a holographic aspect of cosmos. Okay? Remember we were saying those dimensions fit inside each other? Right. So the bigger dimension, the smaller dimension, but that means higher frequency. Yes. That means higher time. They fit inside them, but actually the bigger dimension fit inside small dimensions when you talk about frequency. Mm-hmm. Because the frequency of this is much higher than the frequency of this. You know, third dimension's frequency is a lot less than tenth dimensional frequency. So third dimension fits in tenth, not tenth fits in, although it looks the other way. Yeah. And spatially, you look at it, space, mm-hmm. you know, which we're, we're, very, we're very prone to space. Time for us is very elusive. Yeah. We can't think of time because time is consciousness. Time is what makes your consciousness tick. And without consciousness, you have nothing. There's no cosmos for you. There's no universe for you. There's nothing for you. It's all blank. Now, going back to universe, you were saying it was a very good question. Uh, universe is a holographic aspect of cosmos. Okay? Now, a hologram, okay, is a smaller part of a bigger hologram. Mm-hmm. But it's very, very interesting because it, it doesn't follow regular mathematics. It follows what you call fractal mathematics. Okay, so what a hologram is, is that it has the same quality, same pattern, same everything as the big hologram. And if you want to see that, go in nature. Take a look at all these patterns that you can see. There are exact duplicates of a leaf or whatever of a bigger thing. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of like what we would maybe consider like sacred geometry. It's based upon sacred geometry, yes. It, there's, everything is mathematical. I mean, God is very, very brilliant, brilliant entity. Who am I saying? God is brilliant. <laughs> you know? I mean, my God, how can we define brilliance? God. <laughs> that's, the, that's, the, that's, that's why we say light quotient is from zero to one. And one is God. And we go all the way down to zero, which mm-hmm. we're probably one zero zero zero, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But anyway, let me let me answer this question a little better for you to uh, clarify it for you. So, what happened is that when universe was created, it's a hologram, and it's an aspect of cosmos. So it was created the same way as cosmos, but cosmos started from here. And it started expanding, 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 right? Right. So now, outside this periphery, the outer periphery, what is it? There's void still. Remember I said as you go, the void changes into space-time, into universes, into whatever. Okay? So you go out in here, and you say, ha, now I'm going to, it's kind of like a terraforming. Mm-hmm. In terraform, you don't do terraform, you universe form, if I may use the word. Never used this before, okay? But it, it's, it's, it's parallel to that. So you universe form. So what you do and what's what it is, God has all these aspects of itself. We are aspects of God. You are one aspect of God. 
and you have certain talents that I don't have, I have some you don't have, you know, that's how it becomes complete altogether. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, what I was trying to tell you is that there are these light entities that are on extremely high frequency and light culture. Okay? They stretch all the way from the center of the cosmos to the outer edge of the cosmos. In fact, when God exploded, its quantum of energy ended up either at this dimension, anchored themselves there, or at that dimension, a, a, a brighter chunk, faster look, connected itself to this dimension because it resonated with that dimension. The rest of them had to go down. You know, anchor themselves here all the way. So it has aspects of itself. That's why when you talk about archangels and stuff, it's like nonsense. You know, these are all, you know, hypocrisy, superstition, all this. Who is Metatron? Mm. I mean, I, who's Metatron? Metatron presumably was in my head, you know, but I got away from it because I didn't trust it. And then I noticed it was limited information. Mm -hmm. And I never interfaced with negative aliens. They wouldn't dare touching me because I'm very protective. You know what I'm saying? But so I never have had channelings or, you know what I'm saying, trying to yeah. be possessed or, you know, or whatever. Anyway, I, I, I just get, in fact, one time, Presumably, it was Metatron in my head and took my hand and wanted to take me all the way. I said, no. I was in, in, in a bathtub on a vacation. It came to my head, started talking to me, and, and then, because I'm trying to understand, learn, and I'm being explained. Like, matter, antimatter was something that basically came from this Metatronic entity inspired me mm -hmm. which was and there and m there might be an entity called metatron i can't tell you 100 percent. it's very exalted very high dimension because close to god uh -huh. okay but it's not what people think in here and certainly it's not metatronic collective who are actually fallen because just like elohim fell Melchizedek fell, Seraphim fell, these Metatronic entities fought, fell. A group of them that came from that just thought of consciousness, they fell, okay? But anyway, let me answer your question, you can continue reading. But uh, anyway, going back to your uh, uh, thing, this universe forming one entity, that we call him Ra. Mm -hmm was from the 14th dimension, okay? By the way, remember I said splitting, I talked about dualism? Yes. Dualism is actually an aspect of Trinity, it comes from Trinity, because God, in, in order to multiply and split, you have to split itself into electric and magnetic field, which is male and female, we call it, right. which is the re receiver transmitter. Mm -hmm. Okay, and and it also means expansive, contracted. Remember, everything's vibration. Yes. Vibration itself is the epitome 
of the uh, meaning of dualism of creation. So is by vector of time, because it says time moves this direction, time moves that direction. Going back to your matter and anti-matter, this is what happens. The people who are anti-matter, their time goes opposite to what we're doing. That's why we never meet. Hmm. We're going this way, they're going that way. The only way that it comes, it comes to a zero-point field. And that's sacred marriage. That's male and female don't exist. That's male and female becomes the trend, the other aspect of trinity, which mm -hmm. is the androgynous, the, you know what I'm saying, the complete yeah. God, which is aspect of God. And one other thing I wanted to tell you this before I forget again, is that God is everything because he has a neural network. And what I've come across is that the neural network is actually the space-times I introduced. At these contours of space-times that they go mm -hmm. like that, that's how the neural network of God works. So what you do, you hit your ride at one of those contours, and then you vibrate about that. Now, when you vibrate about that, if you continue that, that line goes to the center of cosmos. But it has its own normal. Because look at look at a sphere. Okay? You can go like this and then change the direction to this. Right. To make another parallel dimension. Mm -hmm. But they all go to the same center. So this point of origin is different. That's your local. But this is always the same. They all end up the same. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Absolutely. So that's parallel. I hope... You have a good understanding of it. We could talk about parallel, anti-parallel, different time or whatever we wanted. Maybe it'll come. I think I'll talk about it probably here too. At least gave some indication of it. But parallel, anti-parallel is because the and the orientation of the timeline about which the spin occurs changes. Okay. By the way, you put my theories together, you get Merkaba mechanics. <laughs> so Merkaba mechanics people talk about these uh, you know the two pyramids mm -hmm. one rotating this way one, they don't understand what it is how it balances it's very difficult to, right. it all comes from the same same fundamental principles that I thought. yeah you know it's something that um, you know different cultures have tried to explain it in different methods and use different symbols for the same thing well, the thing is that, you know, it depends how much you can see things. You can, you can find out about something, but it's it's all crystalline information. It has so many facets. Yeah. You rotate yeah. it, you see it better. Mm -hmm. You see the tables better. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of this, you know, vibration mechanics, quantum mechanics, plasma physics, some of these things didn't exist. So the metaphysicians spoke of a lot of things. I mean, in fact, there's a lot of knowledge in metaphysics and goes way back. We had this knowledge a long time ago called Kilantic science. But they took it away from us. Right. It hasn't existed at least 5,500, and I would say years, and I would say it hasn't existed for 26,000 years. They took it away. The negative aliens took it away because it tells you exactly the secrets of cosmos, universe, 
all this kind of stuff. By the way, be happy. Rest assured. <laughs> it's all in your genes. It's just dormant in your... So those junk genes, mm-hmm. they're information, but they're dormant. They're in the chromosomes tucked in. You got to unwind and open them and then see the knowledge inside them. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's what's happening to me, I think, a lot. Right. The, 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 the genes are unraveling and revealing all this information that's within all of us, but it's just been, I don't know. That's all it is. We're put, all to, put to sleep for some reason. Well, it's been, I mean, they, negative aliens have done their best to keep us stupid and dumb. Okay? They, in fact, they've tried more than that. They've tried to turn us into zombies. Total unconsciousness. Because if they didn't do, how could they put all these shadow forms, parasitic stuff in us, all these stuff that I'm actually writing? I'm, I'm coming up with a new field of uh, psychology. I called it Modern Psychology 101, mm-hmm. which really goes and say, what is psychosis? What is neurosis? What is derailment? What is schizophrenia? What is all this stuff? Because it all goes back with the history of us with negative aliens. But anyway, we've talked about a lot of stuff. Now let, let's uh, let's go back. I want to make sure everything you've asked that uh, remained un, remained un, has not remained unanswered. Okay, so it is answered. So um, anyway, going back to universe. So this raw came and exploded as if it was a god. But it is god. It's part of god, as you are part of god. Mm-hmm. But he had so much energy in there that could sustain a new uh, universe. So he went through the same thing. You recall your original question? Yeah. I want to go the word for word. Tell me again. Oh, it was the... Um, what was it? Not the universe. Um, like, like whether it came from the singularity... Yes, or the yes. or or uh, you know a spherical rotation, and yes. what you propose is a little bit of a combination of both. It came it came the same way that the cosmos did, mm-hmm. except the point of origin doesn't have to be the entire God yeah. self. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's raw, which is aspect of God self. Remember, I said there's chunks of light. That are anchored at different places. Right, yeah. Now, Ra was anchored on the 14th dimension. By the way, even when you talk about Ra, you really do not talk about one person. You talk about a gestalt of consciousness. It's quantum of energy. And it has actually separated into different things. But we all, the way that in our embodiment came and made it, eventually came from raw was the person who came in here and turned the void into a universe or perspective universe then there were others came from 13 14 15 dimension okay which are called rishi mm-hmm. orophine brand new they're different words for them guardian founder this is the best thing that i use and they came in here with their races and some of them at the 12th dimension, some of them at the 11th dimension, some of them at the 10th dimension. 
they started getting into physicality. It got into the matter uh, time matrix. They created a time matrix that was specific to the spinning of those quanta. And these quanta now they're particles. Because you're in the 12th dimension. Mm-hmm. They start at 84th dimension that I've mentioned. Seven, there's seven higher universes. Seven times 12 is 84. Are you with me? Yep. The only difference is that when you go to the other ones, the elements are different. You're not going to find the same elements. The elements are much lighter, they spin faster, they have more quality, they're more potent, potent, more energy making out of us. It makes it the higher heaven, higher heaven. Mm -hmm. We are the lowest. Used to be heaven, and we came hell because of the negative aliens. Yeah. One of the things... I have a, had another a guest on who's a physicist, and he has a theory that um, between a particle and a wave, that's where the multiverse would be found. Everything, see, everything specifically exists as a wave of energy. Mm-hmm. Even you do. Okay, and then it becomes the question of um, perceiving that becomes consciousness, right? Okay, and then through that, you go through this mechanics, holographic mechanics, to create all that. And then, once you create all that, you create it in your consciousness, it is there, then you actually relate to it. Here's a bottle. I mean, we give, we created, we're co-creators. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. But so when you say between the particle and wave, everything is wave. God is a wave. It even go at the beginning, begin. Let me tell you something that nobody probably understands still on this planet. Okay. You go to the beginning of singularity. By the way, you were saying the word singularity. Yes, there was a singularity in our universe too. That's why I called it a tale of two suns. Remember those, there are four papers on there. Mm -hmm. Because I said the singularity explodes, implodes, creates two suns which are the, they always have to be a two, remember? Yeah. Dualism. So, anyway, going back to this is that before, the, I'm, I'm writing a paper on this. I've written it, actually. I've written it. And it's just, just like many, many other things that's impossible. You know what? I'm always after new things that I get so mm-hmm. much bogged down by that that I don't go and write the, everything else figured out. <laughs> I mean, I, I write it, but I don't publish it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I don't have time. It's brain goes and just... That's why I haven't published books. I had two books I did in 2011, three months. You know? And that was a bad ascension. I was really basically guided to do it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But there's... A, there's you know, anyway, let's go back to this. God itself 
or the zero point field is a wave. But it's not a wave that does this, like the ocean waves do. Uh It's not the wave like your quantum of energy do. Because actually what it does, it breaks it into two parts, electric and magnetic. Electric goes on one plane, Mm -hmm. magnetic goes on another plane. So this one goes like, like this. The other one goes the other direction. You know what I'm saying? One goes about this, one goes about this. Uh And then they two superimpose, they give you a vector that that goes longitudinally. And that is that is the place the two planes come together. Mm-hmm. If this is electrical plane, this is vertical, this is the magnetic plane, the the interface becomes the electromagnetic, which is the resultant. And actually there there is a wave goes, but the wave goes like it moves a lot. Practically, it moves along. Actually, really what it does, it does this, because it has infinite frequency. You get to the God, it's infinite frequency. So it does this. It's not even a wave. It doesn't go. It doesn't even do that. This is a transverse wave. That's a longitudinal wave. So everything comes from a longitude. That's God. It goes between infinite time and Positive infinite time and negative infinite. Mm-hmm. And you call that now, the now moment, or the zero-point field, right? right? When it breaks down, it breaks down into two components. One of them starts doing this, and the other one starts doing this. But those are transverse way. If they're transverse, that means they have an amplitude, they go up and down, they have a frequency, and they have a wavelength. That's what the vibration is, you know, that's what wave is. Everything is a wave. Even God was a wave before splitting about about, about in itself and creating a trinity form of itself, which is the neutral, electric, magnetic, or male, female, whatever, etc. Expansive. Well, what, 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 he's, he's a wave of what? Light? He's a wave of energy. Just energy? Energy. If you have, if you, if you, energy is a wave. And it has some form of frequency. It has to have kinetics. Right. A type of movement. Now, movement may be like... And that really... You can divide that into infinite number of transverse waves, as I said, mm-hmm. electric magnetic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <clears throat> so that's how it created the world. It expressed itself in terms of different sentient beings in you and us, and gave us the, uh, the willpower to go and do whatever we want to do. Hmm. And gave herself a responsibility and came up with just one thing, law of one. And law of one, it only tells you how you can be prosperous. No? 
Because if you follow law of one, people don't understand this unconditional love. And we're talking about everything now. I don't know if you're going to you know, We have to go two, two, two ways. But anyway, that's the problem when you ask me questions. <laughs> but anyway, my friend, I'm going to, I'm going to, are you happy with all the questions you had? Yeah. I might have. I'm very, I'm very happy. <laughs> okay, so go ahead and read the rest of it, and I'm sure we'll come back. Some of the points that I said will be there. You may, you uh, may, you may want to ask and say, "This is what is this what you said?" And that quickly, okay, allude okay. to that because a lot of times when I also, I have everything in my head. I don't know if I get it out mm-hmm. because something else comes. You know what I'm saying? I try to be very coherent but you know i'm only a human being so, <laughs> at this uh, point so. well that, that that was fantastic the, the the answers that you just gave it was incredible thank you you are you are my favorite favorite uh person when it comes to things because my god that meeting we had together mm-hmm. it was because of you because you know how to answer, ask questions and you know how to drive a person, you know. And you. I am very expressive. So all I need is that empathy, you know. So we work very well together. Thank Go you. ahead, Brian. All right. So, so the next part is called Introduction to Creation of Space and Time. Cosmos was created from a singular, omnipotent, omniscient, seemingly infinite point of conscious, conscious energy referred to as prime creator or the source, who would no longer expand its consciousness. So it exploded, imploded upon itself as to create sentient companions who could serve as co-creators, consciousness generators, and through whom it can continue express itself in what we commonly refer to as life. In this respect, the source is composed of infinitely concentrated essence of consciousness, referred to as God, particle quanta of intelligible energy, who is creating what is commonly known as space and time, or collectively space-time, is able to decimate its essence of consciousness all over Thus, the cosmos, in essence, atomizes the body of the prime creator and its heart as what was referred to as the source. Furthermore, as a result of isotropic dispersion of God particles all over the cosmos, the cosmos is perceived as being spherical in structure. And the requisite of longevity and order within the cosmos dictates the Inevitability, everything must gravitate, rotate about the central source in order to maintain stability within the cosmos. Thus, the source functions as a central support about which everything must rotate, a phenomenon that is referred to as time. In other words, time optimizes the free-flowing nature essence of consciousness, that is ultimately responsible for creation of all there is. And in order to contain everything that is created, the essence of consciousness must be able to ultimately congeal a phenomenon that is referred to as the space. Thus, in essence, the phenomena of space and time 
are competing in nature. And with the space representing the opposite of time and vice versa. In other words, the tendency to one diminishes the propensity of the occurrence of the other. Alternatively, it may be surmised that the space is congealed. Time and time is space in matrixal dynamic free flow. It is thus logical. Let me me, me clarify that. Space is congealed time, and time is free flow. Ma- matrixial dynamics. Mm-hmm. You know what I Whatever I said there. Right there. Yep, matrix. I can't pronounce so that it, word. It, it, <laughs> it, 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 so it it, cre- it it basically time creates a matrix, mm-hmm. a dynamics matrix of the energy that it is. What is know, a dynamic matrix? Well, you know, timelines are all matrix. Mm-hmm. And remember, frequency is discrete. Right. So the way you mathematically re- write that is like linear algebra in matrices. Oh, okay. That's that's what I was picturing in my head, too. Yeah. It was almost yes. like a piece of graph paper. Yeah, because if it was a matrixial, then it would be a continuous function. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, you know, you can't digitize it. Part of the problem is that, you know, this digitization is good because you put it in the computer, but then the computer got abused. Yeah. Quantum computation became abused. They reversed it. Mm-hmm. They looked at consciousness, they digitized it. They put it in the computer, and then they changed it, and they spit it back as, as, as uh, you know, false light. And they reversed basically God's consciousness mechanics, hmm. putting their thing in there, inserting their stuff in there. Because remember, if you take a picture, you it digitizes. Yes. And once you have the digitizer, or you got on the computer, you can put any all kinds of garbage you want in there. Yeah. You want to add anything to it? You've seen all these filters with the t- kids play with, put beers for themselves, between women, and girl, all this stuff. So you can do that, and then. Present that as a holographic reality. And that's what negative meanings have done. Hmm. Interesting. I've never thought of it that way. That's a great. That is just a, a, that's a great analogy. I love that one. Uh, let's see. Where did I leave off? It is thus logical to speak of a single collective phenomena that is referred to as space-time, or alternative, alternatively, time-space. Alternatively, the concept of space-time or time-space is what is commonly referred to as a dimension. The author has demonstrated the fact that not only space may be described via a vector such as the Elucidian vector composed of three measures, degrees of freedom or components, time is also vectorial in nature and not scale. Scalar must be described via a curve, a curvilinear or rotational vector. In this respect, when viewed from the position of any point within the cosmos, the axis of time may be construed as being the line of action of non-local position vector that stretches from or connects 
the source from the point in question. Thus, on the quantum level, everything spins about itself, rotating about its axis of time. Furthermore, by considering the locus of the all possible points within the spherical cosmos, the vector of time is a curved linear or rotational vector that acts along the radius of such spherical domain, changing directions that may be depicted as a combination of two angles, one acting within a horizontal plane, referred to as the baseline, and the other within a vertical line, referred to as the transversal plane. Thus, an overall time or rotational spin angle may be considered to be vectoral result sum of the two rotational vectors, one acting along horizontal axis, depicting rotation within a transversal plane, and one acting on a vertical axis, representing the rotational within the basal plane. And such an overall axis may be construed as being the overall axis of rotation of the cosmological, non-local time axis of the spherical cosmos, the tilt axis of the cosmos, where it is found from the vectorial vectoral sum of the two other vectors. Um, when I read this, and, I, and I'm thinking about, you know, the, the, this model, is this something that we could also create? I'm sorry, we create? Yeah, could, could we create our own cosmos using the technology that we have? Every, every time you think, every time that you have a consciousness perception, mm -hmm. you create the cosmos. And when you sleep, it collapses to the phone. It doesn't right. exist. So, yes, you, cre you, create, you create the cosmos, but... You know, it's all guided by certain laws. You can't just chaotic. If you go chaotic, you go crazy. Right. It's running, right? <laughs> or something like that. But if you, if you go with the flow of creation, organic creation, which is within us, it's programmed in us. I mean, I don't want to use the word program because the negative Indians do. So... It is within us. It's inherent in us. Mm -hmm. Okay? So, yes, we create cosmos. We collapse cosmos. We create the universe. We collapse universe all the time. Without, let me, I, I have a, actually I've written a paper about this ever since we talked about that without us human beings, universe cannot even exist. And it's only human beings, mm -hmm. not other species. Because we're directly connected to God. Now, we have been separated through all these artificial means. It's like putting a lot of blockages and things on our morphogenetic field or our genetics. As we said, you know, like junk genes, you know, that's one aspect of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even, even when the way that these energies are supposed to distribute through chakras and stuff like this, they put seals and they put implants and they put frequency fences and all that. It's all negative enemies. It's all anti-God, anti-creational, because they hate us. 
But this, when they created us finally in Tara, okay, they created us. They put all the knowledge of the universe in us in 12 strands of DNA. And these 12 strands of DNA, they gave it one fold to one tribe. There are 12 tribes. Collectively, we all become complete. Not one, but all of us. You know what I'm saying? So um, the knowledge is there, which means that if you follow the law of nature, you know what I'm saying? The law of structure, how to structure things like this, it will come to that. Otherwise, it comes to this chaotic thing that you see with people, that they have so much problem with reality. I come across it all the time. I could get, Gary, I hate to tell you this, I have crossed, you know, I have decided to really insulate myself from people. Because they come in there, they're understood, they're all this stuff, and then they start acting so weird which most of the cases that I see, they're all parasitic feeding. I think it's, 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 I think it's purposeful. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I know I'm targeted, and I know that I'm targeted to be distracted. Mm-hmm. Like there's a person yesterday that made me so distracted, I couldn't write anything anymore. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, I do. I totally do. Hey, that's a problem when you're an empath, also, because you feel their pain, Mm -hmm. and also you feel what's inside their head. You see the parasitic stuff. You see the stuff, but if they don't listen to you, up to a point that they listen. See, it's it's very difficult for people to also accept that. Oh, I have a parasite in me. Everybody has parasites. Oh yeah, everybody does. Shadow mm-hmm. forms. That's that's what I'm right now writing about. So anyway, um, what were we saying? Um, you oh, can I, I was talking about creating our own cosmos. Yeah, and you can create a perfect cosmos because you are an aspect of God, and you have all. Remember holograms? Yes. A hologram, a bigger hologram, a smaller hologram has all the bigger holograms in it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you can go down from a cosmos to uh, what they call um, large sectors, then small sectors, then universes, then constellations, then <coughs> excuse, excuse me, galaxies, star systems. Etc. Et Coming to planetary and then to personal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah. each one is a hologram of the big thing. The big thing is God. There is nothing in this cosmos but God. We're part of God. But we have autonomy. Mm-hmm. It gave, gave, gave us the gift to be responsible and to expand our consciousness. But the responsibility, self-accountability is something that they don't use, and that's all law of one. Right. Like, for example, why should I be unconditionally loving? What What did you do for me lately? 
And you do all this. And here's another thing. In my case, trust me, including my family and all my people who have come to me, I give them love with no expectation. Okay? Because I don't want to I don't want to derail from my purpose or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you know what it does? It just spoils them rotten. They become abusive. Initially, they come in, they they think that I have been called things I don't even want to say it. You know what I'm saying? Archangel, shadow of God, this, 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 this. Because they've got close and they felt something that's different. Uh They express themselves and we're emotional beings. So we come up with all this you know, expressions, some of them are fantasies, delusion, or whatever, however, you know, we express ourselves, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. How can a person be like this last time? I mean, every single time this woman was calling me the North Star. I'm connecting to my North Star today. She hasn't been on my site for eight months, seven months, and she just took off. I think she got angry because I said something about Trump. Huh. Because she's a Trumpy. Oh, yeah. I mean, but anyway, those are the. I have helped call girls, prostitutes, and stuff. But they brought me nothing but agony. But even the agony, I don't think about it on a personal level because I say, listen, you get in the kitchen, you stand the heat. Service is not easy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so all this stuff, but things turn into rather sore without no provocation from me. And I wrote a case study, read it, by the way, if you want. That's just one. I'm going to write more of these based upon cases because I'm into psychology, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But please read that and see what you think. I definitely will. Yeah, there's a paper called Modern Psychology is the first one in the row. And I talk about, uh, I, I called it at the end, a case study. So that distinguishes between the other, probably four others or five points already. But anyway, um, what were we talking about? Um, creation. Yes. Uh, uh, about creation. creating our own. Yeah, um, you can creation God, God's creation. You can. You, we are co-creators. Right. So that's actually like just like a simple thought, or even like this conversation that we're having now is creating. Absolutely, you and me are creating something right now. Yes, there's no question about it. No, but here's what it is. There's also such a thing that I've actually has been the terminology has existed, and I am giving it a new meaning, just like everything else. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That you derailment. Derailments thought is also disorder. So you create with your thoughts, and you can create God's world. But what happens if you have derailment? If you have thought disorder, you cannot create a perfect God's world, and that's your reality, by the way. Yeah. Once you say you create becomes your reality, the way you see everything, the way you act, the way you do and all this stuff. And you know, 
it has a lot to do with parasitic, parasitic feeding. This subject that I'm, I mean, they have, uh, listen, they have to do this. I mean, I'm not saying they have to do this. They have, they, they should really go to uh, redeem themselves in, in the eye of God. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, 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 start all over and all this stuff. And so much attempts have been done for negative aliens, but they don't do it. Because they have the power, they have the control, they have this, they have built this technologies, which is all nefarious. What's the technology, what's good in technology of building bombs? Not I the technology to destroy things? Zero. Is that God's, God's uh, directive to you? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. It's kind of funny because I was just watching the news this morning with uh, Israel and uh, the Palestinians throwing bombs at each other. And I was kind of thinking like, and he said something like, you know, like uh, something like 20,000 bombs have already been dropped in seven days. And I'm thinking, who would even make that many bombs <laughs> and why? It's, it's all warmongering, you know? Because they're, they're basic. A lot of people are innocent. These people who come from, they go so eagerly to war. You know, they, they directed, the, 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 uh, what is it, the, uh, the uh, what do you call it, the uh, flag, and eagerly go to war. And they come in, they're proud, they're, they're all this stuff. I can't, you know, I feel sad. Yeah. Because they are doing it, they think, for a good reason, to protect their, their borders. But you know what? The borders don't shouldn't need protection. Building walls, building walls is not the answer. No. You know what I'm saying? This is why I talked against Trump, you know? And uh, so anyway, um, the point is that if they let us, when we go back, hopefully they were, I mean, this is what we're promised right now by Guardian Founders, that God's world would be restored. Negative aliens are going to be taken out, and I've written about all this stuff, you know. And uh, they, they're going to be evicted, and they're going to be put in a quarantine so they can't touch us. But you know what it is? The necessity of the, see, God's had these fail-safe mechanisms. Okay, and it's called negative karma, and it's called entropy. Mm-hmm. About all those expenses, right? So, what is happening is that remember this umbilical cord we were talking about? Yes. Well, you can stretch it so much. There's expansive, and you got to contract. When you contract, you come back and get energies from God again. Uh-huh. And in fact, if you can do this perfectly, you'll be eternal. You'll never age. You know what I'm saying? And your soul will, of course, never dies. And it's going to be good, better, best. You expand your consciousness and you evolve and you discover more of more of God, which is within you. That's how God created this. That's what the experiment was about. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Now, what happens? You have this expansion. It's going away from God. So that's could become negative karma, mm-hmm. but excessive. 
but excessively how much can you do it you 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 put a mass and connect it to a piece of elastic and it has an it has a limit because then there has an elastic limit yes and most of the things if it's totally brittle like glass it would go mm -hmm. it breaks as soon as it's non-elastic I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Otherwise, everything else has tolerance, tolerance, and that's God's tolerance. Mm -hmm. So it lets you stretch through. But if you go, 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 find it. And you know what happens, by the way? These are all God's system. I call this orthogonality principle, okay? When you, and it goes actually with electric, magnetic, don't get me into all this stuff, but let me just tell you this. When you extend something, it reduces its circumferential diameter. You take a piece of rod and you stretch it, what happens? What happens? It gets thinner, 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 thinner. How much thinner is gonna get? What's well, gonna separate them one another? <laughs> and that's what happened to negative aliens. Okay? So after that they could say, Oh, sorry, come back and well, I don't wanna lose you, God. Because this, when you do this and this, you're in a free loop of energy. Mm -hmm. It's a free loop. God gives you all the energies you need. It's called free energy. Actually, it's all around you. If you harness that, and they've learned how to harness that, they even built batteries for that, starting with uh, Tesla. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you don't need coal. You don't need oil. Mm-hmm. But you know what? People have manipulated this because of physical like Morgan, J.B. Morgan, people like this. And, you know, and they keep people stupid, you know, so they don't know any better, and they feed them this garbage. That's not, that's why our technology hasn't changed much. We think it's changed. Changed to what? To have a phone in there so they can, they can spy on you? Mm-hmm. Or to play with your head so you don't do anything constructive in your life and just look at this phone. Right. And mm -hmm. all the apps that are coming that are equally more stupid. <laughs> I mean, think about it, my friend. What do we have? Even the computers that we have. In 1980s, when I sat down by a computer, I would go in there and just go, whoosh, whoosh. Fast would give me an answer. Mm -hmm. Now we're on the computer, it drives you crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They are not giving us technology for our convenience, for our prosperity. Everything, you know what I'm saying? So that's what the negative aliens have done. They put this AI technology all over, including in our morphogenetic system. Did you know when you come into this planet if you want to incarnate here you have to take a package it's kind of like going into big in line waiting and getting your package and and going to start a job or whatever it's like that and part of that package the parasites inside here all right because they they, they, have, they work with the holographic mechanics mm -hmm. that streams the everything to you thoughts and everything like that. And that's already 
reversed, degraded. And they, that's not in, they take you everywhere from parasites, from this, from that. How many types of parasites they have? <laughs> Shadow forms, uh, you, know, you know what I'm saying? So anyway, going back to your question, when we go back to God's word, yes, absolutely. You and me can create the universe together. A new one. Or at least move up and get our full energies, light energy, yeah. become a rock. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. and, you know, it's a cooperative effort. And Ra didn't do it all by itself either, you know. Guardian founders came in, seated, all, all kind of, you know. Anyway, it's a universe. The universe is almost infinite. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. We can create things yes. like a song. Whatever you want to think But it has to be in God's world. So hopefully when that's happened, we go back to our original design, original purpose, and all this stuff. Right now we're suffering. All this pain, all this stuff. All this miasma, all these diseases. You know, you're not supposed to die. People have looked for the fountain of youth. Well, God gave it to you. Mm-hmm. You don't need a fountain of youth. You have a regenerative process in you that they've left it up to a point, but they've tampered with that too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Otherwise, it would regenerate. So. Right. Did you know? You know, you create a kidney every I don't know exactly. I don't know this quote. Maybe three months or three year or something like this. I'd have to go back to this. You recreate your body parts all the time. Yeah, I remember reading somewhere that. Like everything, every cell in my body is a new cell every seven years. But the cells only so so it's constantly regenerating. Okay, all right, my friend. Let's move on again. We came on. These this is turning out to be a very comprehensive. Interesting. <laughs> we might have to do it in two, three, three sessions the way yeah. we're going. And I don't mind doing it because nothing we say is. We should apologize for it. And right. people right. actually love it. Yeah, I think they will. They learn something from it, you know. This is why we're doing this for us. All right, next section. Cosmological space-time dimensions. Through dissertization of such cosmological time vector, one can define a series of discrete dimensions of space-time acting all over the cosmos. And in order to dissertize the cosmological vector of time, one can consider a series of axisymmetric planes distributed about the source or cosmological axis of time. After all, the concept of time is equivalent to the rotation about the source, and thus in order to dissert dissertize time, one must inevitably dissertize or in equal... Uh, Gary, let me... I'm sorry, let me stop you. This is discrutize. Discrutize. Yeah, when you want to say dissertize, it's kind of... That's why you have no... Discrete, discrutize. Discrutize, got it. Discrutize time, one must inevitably discretize an equivalent rotational angle. 
Thus, consider a series of axisymmetrical plane, symmetric planes representing space-time through the space vector rotating about the time axis. Each space vector may be represented by a unit vector referred to as the dimensional vector, making an angle with a, ref a, re a referenced positional axis referred to as the dimensional angle. This way, a total of 356 such dimensional vectors may be identified by representing a partic particular dimension that would exclude the rotational angles 0, 90, 270, and 360 degrees. That would correspond to a scenario that either time or space is zero. Space-time coordinates axis. Thus, the cosmos may be considered as being composed of 356 space-time dimensions that via this, what was that word, discretinize? <laughs> I already forgot it. Discretization. Discretization of vector of time would represent a series of nested spheres. In this respect, the surface of each sphere represents the locus of all points that represent congealment that is referred to as space, and freely rotating radius of curvature of each sphere about the source optimizes the concept of free-flowing time. And this describes a domain that is referred to as the inner space, which describes the dimension or domain of time. Furthermore, at any point on the surface of such spheres, <clears throat> space is represented by a series of vectors that act tan tangent to the surface of each sphere, while time is depicted by the vector acting along the radius of each sphere. Thus, it is clear that point in the, co at the it is clear that at point in the cosmos, the vectors of time and space are perpendicular to one another. The edifice of the cosmos is therefore composed of a series of concentric spheres whose surfaces describe the domain of space. And the inner space interlaced between such discrete spherical surfaces optimizes the domain of time. In particular, the initial sphere whose domain is equivalent to the first four layers out of the 360 spheres of the cosmos, representing the world of either being encompassed by the additional 356 spherical surfaces, each being characterized by the particular radius of curvature, time vectors that optimize a particular space-time dimension dimension. Thus, it is time that distinguishes dimensions of the cosmos from one another. Um, so, so one of the things that, like, what, the 356 dimensions, why do we not count the 0, 90, 270, and 360? Good question. Um, <clears throat> first of all, you appreciate the fact that Time is a rotational phenomenon. Yes. It has to do with spinning, right? Mm -hmm. Am I correct? Yes, absolutely. So, 
And also the way we have depicted this is that length of the vector going from God to your local position. Mm -hmm. Right? So basically to discretize this length of time, we should really discretize in terms of spinning angle. Mm -hmm. We have to think of an angle, not not a little, you know, space as such. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so basically what I've done is just I introduced a model that you have one vector that epitomizes a local vector. And, right. you know, right. it's a, 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 cosmological, a cosmological vector of time, but your cosmological vector. Uh-huh. And then saying, well, you could be anywhere in this cosmos, right? Okay, so basically we take this value, we take the, and by the way, you understood why time and space are perpendicular to each other. Yes. yes. Because time is the radius, mm-hmm. and space is tangent Got to, to the surface. Mm-hmm. Okay? All right. So basically you create this thing, this model, that on one is time, one is space two perpendicular axes. One represents time, one represents space, right? Right. And then you take this this typical um, vector that we said that would be like your umbilical cord. I, I didn't use the term of umbilical cord in this publication uh, later I thought about it. The more you thought about it, it's just like umbilical cord connected to God. You know? mm-hmm. It's the same thing. So anyway, it's a stretched umbilical cord. It's not like a, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Anyway, I'm just being facetious. But anyway, so if I take this particular one, I have to go all around 360 degrees because that's how rotation works. There's 360 degrees. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I'll take this in this axis system of X and Y, which are time and space, S and T call it, you know, and I start rotating this all around, okay? It seems like they're 360 degrees, okay? So why am I saying 356? But look what happens. When you start from the time axis, that means space is zero. That's a moment. That's a singularity. Mm And then when you rotate it and go to 90, space becomes time, or time becomes space. Ah, I get it now. And then you go to three, the other one. What Uh is it? Uh, 180, right? 180, you get the same thing. Then you go to 270, you Mm -hmm. get the same thing. So four of these represent singularity. Got it. And why singularity? Because you can't have either time zero or space zero. First of all, they're symbiotic, right? Mm-hmm. Time cannot exist without space. Space cannot exist without time. So if you take one of them zero, you have no space-time. And if you have no space-time, you have singularity. Mm-hmm. You start from the beginning, like there was no space-time, right? So you take those four away, there's 356 left. Now, I want to tell you something. I didn't put those equations there. I can show it to you from the tensorial equations that the eigenvalue solution is going to come up and it tells you that the 
domain that that would work their 360 is limited by the way first of all you know they're discreet so they're not going to be there's mm-hmm. not going to be infinite. infinite vibration exists for god in its singular space right. Right. it was a, a singular state correct as soon as it explodes implodes it implodes the now into discrete time, right. into time. Time is created after now is exploded. And what now is, is like infinite to minus infinite to infinite. Mm-hmm. Are you with me? Yeah. So God vibrates longitudinally at infinite frequency because it can't go like this. Uh-huh. You, know, you know what happens? If you, if you take this uh, vibration profile... It goes up and down, up and down. Now you bring this infinite. You know what frequency is? Yes. Frequency is the number of going up and yep, down, it's right? The waves. Make that infinite. What you gonna get? You're gonna get a continuous line, mm-hmm. which is a condition of singularity. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah. It's, a, it's a continuous line. So that's why God goes. It can. As soon as you discretize this, you break it apart. Right. So then you create this, and then this, you know what I'm saying? And all this stuff. That's interesting. And, and it seems like you create, you can create, you can create a nothing more than 356 dimensions. I'm the only person who said that on the planet. Nobody understands it yet. Wow. It makes sense. I, 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 like like at first when I read it, I said, "Okay, I, I can see, I understand why zero would be taken out, and I understand why three sixty would be taken out." But then you explained the other two, the the uh, one eighty and the uh, two seventy. Yeah, it's orthogonal aspect. because because they would yeah. be the same as the singularity. All all, yeah. all those would be the same. Mm-hmm. And I have introduced the concept of orthogonality principle of creation as an offshoot or something that goes along with the dualism principle of creation. Is that you can only, when you think in a three dimension, okay, you must think about two perpendicular dimensions. This is why you have. This is why magnetic and electric fields are defined. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this is why, similarly, time and space are defined, that they're perpendicular to each other. Are you with me? You you see the wisdom in that? I I mean, the the prudence of it? Mm -hmm. So I introduced that as orthogonality principle of time. And to simply, if you want to understand, relate to your physical life, uh-huh. we already talked about it. What happens when you take a rod and you pull it in one direction? What happens? It's, um, it's just straight. Yeah, but yeah. if you take a if you take a cylindrical rod, mm-hmm. pull it in one direction, oh. progressively, it's a stretch. And progress, progressively, that's the cross-sectional area reduces, reduces, reduces. Yeah. Until it may come to a point which breaks, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, 
it seems like the orthogonality principle always applies if you're thinking about all this holographic aspect going into three dimensions instead of two dimensions. Because the way we're saying it here, space is a two-dimensional phenomenon. Right. It's a two-dimensional phenomenon, but it has it's a curved two-dimension. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In other words, you take the surface, it's almost two-dimensional. Right. You can flatten it and out it's into a plane, right? Right. That is kind of similar to what Einstein also proposed about time, right? He said it was also curved, didn't he? Einstein, yes, and Einstein understood something else that was interesting was gravity, which also related to time because he, that he should, it's one of the best things he ever did. Okay? He also said that the fabric of a space time can, can be, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Can, can change, and that's what gravity does. Yeah. Well, instead of neutron or saying gravity is a, you know, mm-hmm. spiking force, you know what I'm saying? So it's not that. It's just, it's like you put a ball on a kind of a net. What does it happen? It just... Yeah, it creates a curve. It deforms the fabric of a space. Mm-hmm. That was a very good thing. I haven't written about gravity as much, but someday I will. Um, the, um, you know, the here's the thing: you you try to help people with their parasitic stuff and their spirituality and ascension, or you go try to make a name for yourself and go you know, physics society. Mm-hmm. I've chosen this because <laughs> when I die, I don't care if I die, you know. Right. Or in the future, it doesn't really matter. And if I don't, I have enough time. I write it. <laughs> it, it's 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 all has to do with vanity, and you know whether you have it or you don't have it, yeah. or you it. You know what I'm saying? And the crux of matter, well, matter has been that people couldn't do that for centuries. It's always me, me, me. I have to show myself. I have to get all that. All right, so. Let's continue on. All right. And then when you want to quit, we, we definitely going to have to have a second session. <laughs> All right. So uh, conjugate or mirrored space-time dimensions. Furthermore, by the virtue of dualism principle of creation, that states creation proceeds through the advent of conjugate or opposing phenomena, space-time or matter-antimatter, Time must proceed as a set of opposite vectors representing positive or negative quant- quantities in both counterclockwise and clockwise rotational manner about the source. This gives rise to sim- sim- simultaneous generation of conjugate or mirrored space-time dimensions that optimize occupying the same space yet progressing in opposite time directions. Thus, in essence, the the aforementioned spherical surfaces of space have outer and inner aspect associated with them, the outer surface simultaneously rotating counterclockwise and the inner surface clockwise about the source. In this respect, the outer surfaces have the tendency to expand away, 
and the inner surfaces contract towards the source, optimizing going back and forth in time, osculating, vibrating about the source. Thus, more clearly, the cosmos is composed of a central sphere of either absence of space, time, matter, or antimatter, being encompassed by a series of 356 double spherical surfaces, surface layers consecutively rotating opposite to one another about the source. Such an arrangement established the source as the underlying support system for the cosmos, in which the sequential counterclockwise clockwise rotations signify expansion, contraction about the source from a stable system being in overall equilibrium. Thus, there is no such thing as a runaway universe or cosmos. As for every space-time, there is a conjugate or mirrored one opposing the action of the other. So the cosmos and all its universes, galaxies, planetary, planetary systems, planets, down to constituent atoms and such, ultimately sequentially rotate about the source. In this respect, our universe and constituent part of, of it vibrates with a harmonic pulse that determines the very state of our consciousness, palpating its living things synchronously with it. Note that the 356-dimensional double-space-time layers of cosmos, with one layer rotating clockwise, ethereal, the world of antimatter, and the other counterclockwise, physical, or world of matter, have an effective neutral layer in which they can be constructed as being stationary. These neutral layers are void of space-time, Within, within which one space-time has collapsed before a new conduit, conduit has one being formed. These optimize the points of free energy that is as local sources represent the mean points of equilibrium about which matter and antimatter conversely sub, sequentially to one another. These represent the domain of which we, ascensioned beings, anchor our consciousness, vibrating, transferring our consciousness within the inner space of such dimensional layers. So is this saying that where the antimatter or the physical and the ethereal meet, there is a source of unlimited free energy? Uh, what do you mean by free energy? Or uh, just of, of unlimited energy, period, maybe I should say. Um, the Okay, what it is, is that you have a concave and convex side. Concave, mm -hmm. if this is the center of cause, we have a concave, and then you have a convex side. Because the curvature changes, you know? And so... In, in one direction, time is progressing in that direction, in the other one, in this direction. Yeah. They never reach each other. Now, when they reach each other at the middle, that would be like the neural network of God, which is the, those contours of space-time. That's zero point. Yeah. But we anchor ourselves 
and we start doing this. In fact, we start doing this. So, and two worlds exist simultaneously. That's one of the other things that's interesting that I also read that is that that matter and antimatter exist within the same space. Yes, it does. But as I said, but one of them is a stealth to the other. They don't interact. Yeah. Okay, now now be be careful. Here's what's happening, okay? Mm -hmm. There's the zero-point field, okay? There's the zero-point field, okay? Here you stretch into matter. Here you stretch into antimatter. And to be honest with you, matter and antimatter is kind of ambiguous terms. Right. Because if you're in matter, you see the other one as antimatter. If you're in antimatter, you see the other one. You see the other one. You know what I'm saying? Uh So it only tells you that that one is... is, And here's what happened. Watch this. This is very important. If this is the zero-point field, here's what's going on. So it's a mirror. Mm -hmm. You move away from mirror. The guy moves away from mirror. You come towards mirror, the other guy comes towards mirror. So each one matter or antimatter, it doesn't matter, choose one. Because mm-hmm. they're both mm-hmm. like matter. Because your consciousness is in such a way you jump from one state. This is the first thing I introduced in 2011. Without totally understanding everything at that point. Okay? And I call this sequential jumping. I said, you jump from world of matter to antimatter and back. And when you go into antimatter, your space time here collapses for you into a foam. Uh-huh. You recreate another space time opposite to it. This is what I said. Okay? Which is, everything has been correct. This is interesting, Gary. A lot of stuff that I've said, that I said it and I said, it makes sense to this point. I'm going to say it. May have more ramifications, and they came later, but they never defied the point. They only fortified. You see what I'm saying? Right. So here's here's what's going on. You go and do this in your world, which is say your matter. Mm-hmm. You go and do this, and that's expansion contraction. Expansion, contraction. The other guy simultaneously is doing the same thing. When you're doing this, it's doing that. Which even if you go into the other side, you see it's doing the same thing. It only is different because it's a mirror image. It's a mirror image to you. It's doing its own thing. You're doing your own thing. You have nothing to do with each other except you complement each other. Because when you come here, uh, you get to the zero point field. And once you get to the zero point field, you're with God. Wow. You're in the neural network of God. Are you with me? This uh, And here's another thing I want to tell you. This might be quite interesting. I've said that before anyway. You have a Gary here, Gary 1, and you have a Gary 1 and 2 in mm-hmm. here. And the, actually, it's not Gary. It's Gary or something. You have a male in here, you have a female in here, or a female here, a male in here. So there is another aspect of you, completely you. 
Because here's what happens. When you come to embodiment form, you can't be 100% male or 100% female. You have both magnetic and electric energies. Right. Your right side is actually electric. Your left side is magnetic. Okay? And the way that you turn out to be magnet, uh, uh, male is because your electric energies are dominant. Not only they change your physical body with your sexual organs being outside, whatever, or, you know, having brawn, you know what I would say. Mm-hmm. And there's a purpose to that. And the, the other one who is uh, dominant magnetic energy becomes female has its own curved bodies and they're all purposeful because they're supposed to give birth. They need breasts. They need to have a bigger hip to give to give birth. So this curved section is not a sexual thing. Although it's it's been it, it, it's been promoted as that by negative aliens. Because negative aliens do everything to distort everything to sexual stuff because when you Concentrate on your sexual stuff, which is the most potent energy, because it's procreation. Right. You bring another aspect of God into this world, and they want it aside from that. That's why there's so much sexual stuff going on. In fact, I hate to tell you this. This is really what's going on. If you had eyes and could see through the timelines and see what's going on, and these people are having sex and they're thinking, you know, all this stuff, is, they're not alone. Somebody's dragged their feet. Hmm. Especially if it's, un, if it's not intended, you know what I'm saying? It's not love, mm-hmm. which is now how much, how, much, how much of that you see nowadays around. And it's just pure, you know what I'm saying, animalistic, whatever they call it. They shouldn't even call it animals. Animals are better than us. They procreate and then they're done. They go about their ways. Uh-huh. Here is just Viagra. This, 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 this. Push this. I mean, listen to me. Yesterday, I deleted two things on my phone again. They target me, and I'm sure they target you and everybody else. But some people on more purpose. They want to get you into all these dating stuff. Oh, there's a female next door to you. That's- it's all garbage. It's all programmed by negative aliens. Mm-hmm. Then I used to think at the beginning, I used to get upset with this because I would say, look, this this is an infringement of my privacy. Okay? And these, you know, so and so they want to make money. You know what I'm saying? For pornography or this or this. And this. I have come to the conclusion, especially I know a very fact because I'm very much targeted. Okay? It is all purposeful. First of all, it's to siphon your energies. And basically that comes through distraction and derailment. Now in my cases, they don't care about that because it says it's not happening. But they can derail you. Mm-hmm. They can, you, you lose it. And you know what? I have come I've been brought up in a family and in a culture that my father always taught us, take care of your sister. Protect your, they call it harem. It doesn't mean there was harem in the old times, 
meaning of that about the women in there. Right. Even at the time of Shah, which polygamy and all this stuff was illegal, he talked about Harim Shah even talked about himself itself. You know what I'm saying? It's to protect. The word in Arabic means protecting. It's protecting the females. So nobody else will, you know what I'm saying, right. assault or insult them or, you know, whatever. Are you with me? Mm-hmm. So I have this now. I've had it in my family, with my daughters, my wife, like, you know, all this stuff. So when females come in there and they're in pain and they're stuff, I've tried to help them. And I've even helped prostitutes, mm-hmm. which I think a lot of people say it's not degradable. I'm not going to do that. But I didn't think like a human being. You help a soul. You don't you don't go in there and, and, and judge them. Right. How can you judge a person if the person was a call girl? So who was a call? So what? In fact, how many times I referred to this call girl as you're just like my daughter? Mm-hmm. Would cry. She cried, you know, and, and it was so that you, a person like it. But you know, what, remember what I tell you this? It's the same people who you're up there become so entitled and they do not respect, revere the condition that they have, okay? And just enjoy that attention that somebody's caring for them mm-hmm. because they're all have, have had problems with men. I mean, a call girl, you can think about it. You know what I'm saying? Right. There are also women that come to me. All oh, have come to me. You know, I was supposed to two days ago. Uh, we called somebody who had two husbands and was one to talk about narcissism and all this thing and stuff. Because you know what I'm saying? They come in there and they give you all your their secrets and all the stuff. And God forbid if that gets out. And all you're doing, you're trying to help this person. So any conversation should be confidential as this between client, lawyer, and all. I mean, mm-hmm. people have told me so how much you charge, this, that's I don't charge. I don't have a clinic. I'm just doing this as a service. It's another ask. And I decided to do this because I said, what's, what, what's if you are the smartest guy and write all these papers, who's going to read them? And who's going to understand them? You've got to... That's why I introduced this this project that people come in and talk to you. Uh huh. Is it helping you, Gary? Oh, it's definitely helping me. Would it Would it be better if you just go and read it by yourself? No. This is the purpose of you. No. So no. anyway, anyway, the the thing is that it, it's very very hard in today's uh, consciousness uh, field, which is. It's a sewer system to try to to be out tourist and do this, 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 this. It's from one point of view you're compelled and you say, No, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna go all the way. Subless, I don't care about my son. And then my son was yelling at me, Why are you talking to this? Holder. I'm not talking to this holder. What what do you think of Oh you shouldn't tell me these things, you shouldn't even listen to these things. But all those things are the cause of her problems. Mm-hmm. 
you know, she's under psychosis, neurosis, all these things. They hate women, men, most of them. And people who've been under, you know, to, in various marriages and stuff. And the other thing is that all these multiple uh, things that doesn't help people either. Because male maybe sleep with somebody and walk away. A lot of times women get very upset because they feel like they're used. Mm-hmm. It's changed a lot since... I remember in seventies, eighties, that was a there was a big. There were even movies left and right about women who become psychotic killers because they didn't want to. You know, they go after the guy who, who just dumped them. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They kill him or whatever. So, but anyway, um, I mean, those are movies. But but they're, they're I mean, they're based upon a lot of case studies, real things. People don't just make these things up like. From where? Your genetics do, doesn't provide with this. God did not put these pictures in your head. These are real pictures. These are real incidences that then become a fact. Hmm. You, you see what I'm saying? And negative aliens have put quite a bit of those, you know, as false memories in people's so to just get them to feel disgusted and angry and upset. Like, there, there are people that have these memories of galactic wars. They've never been involved in galactic wars. They were not in, been in the forefront. So they f- put fake memories when you incarnate. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then they come in, they create psychosis, neurosis. Like, they put these memories about Jews. And then they incarnate you as an Arab, so you hate the Jews. Or about things about the Spanish Inquisition. And you go after war because they want the war. They're war members. If you don't have war, you don't spill blood. If you don't spill blood, they don't feed. Because blood and, as I said, sexual means. They're the two. First of all, your energies are carried through your blood. So that's the means that, you know what I'm saying, propagates around. So if you spell blood, you spell the energies. Like spelling the milk. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And they're right there. Right there. Some of them are parasites that are, you know, external parasites. And also they're connected into the AI system they direct the energies right goes into the black hole. Their black hole, their Moloch tank. Yeah? Mm-hmm. That's why they have stored enough stuff during these years to last them billions of years. So one of the things that concerns me is that this decision to just put them in the bubble mm-hmm. may not be sufficient. Because what if they break out of the bubble? You know? Right. Why not just execute them? Do you, do you think there's any way to not put them in a bubble or not execute them, but I don't know, convince them to see the error of their ways? They have tried, uh, Gary. But why do you think the Metatronic collectives fell? They were very, very 
good, benevolent people. They went to the to the uh, Milky Way galaxy to fix the you know the bro- the uh, blown up stargates ten to twelve. Mm-hmm. You know from Lyra, and they also went there. They were they negotiated with negative aliens, reptilians, that they would come in there. They change. They will help their morphogenetics. They will change their digressions, so they won't be so violent and what they are. Right. We're not going to go through it. I mean, that's another big conversation there, right? There. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you know what? They went there. They told them as they kept them as captives. As captives. They put them. This first, they started using their energies because they're light. Energy, something. We're like the energies. Mm-hmm. These are like big generators of light energies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that, and then little by little, they make them. You know, there's there's all this Helsinki thing syndrome. You know what I'm saying? When you're with the captors for such a long time, you forget who you are, and mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? All this stuff. And also, there's something else if you want to know about that. I'm writing actually about this, is that these people thought that through wormhole technologies that the negative aliens already had, they could run back to to their to their point point of origin after they saw nothing was working. You know. Mm-hmm. So when they got into that wormhole technology, that is all AI. So they got poured into, instead of running away, reversing consciousness. So they created the metatronic reversal coding, which has been in effect since the fall of Gaia. You know? mm-hmm. Electric wars going millions and millions and millions of years. Anyway, we got distracted. <laughs> <laughs> what was your original thing? Um. God, I even I forgot. <laughs> I, I think I was just asking. I mentioned some of these things that I think that people really need to know. Yeah. You know, there are people that, you know, they read all these delicate things about right. cosmos and creation. I, I, I was asking actually about like that, that, that place between matter and antimatter and how it could be used for energy. Yeah, the there is a way of you know illegally, I would say, it's like a break and entry, making holes through space. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, which the negative aliens have done, creating wormholes. Okay. Uh, and that, uh, when you do that through carry creating wormholes wormholes you have to you do interface with free energy okay mm-hmm. and basically the way we talked about matter antimatter you have the zero point in the middle which is the neural network of god which you are anchored to it as a point of support right, right. and you are doing your vibration they're doing their vibrations which is quite the opposite it's anti-phase you do this, this. See, that's anti-phase. In phase is like this. 
Antithesis is like the opposite. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's exactly what they do. They're anti I mean, they're anti-man. There's you, actually. You jump out <laughs> into the other field. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you come back. I actually introduced the concept. I haven't used this for a long time, since 2011. I called it the darking period. And I related it to the Planck's constant of 10 to the minus 43 seconds. Saying that you have quantum consciousness that you actually become unconscious, but at an interval interval of 10 to the minus 43 seconds. That's 0 0.00043 and mm -hmm. one. That's, who's gonna, who's gonna notice that? Without frequencies. <laughs> you have to have a almost infinite frequency to, to, to see that, or really high, high frequency. Mm -hmm. Our frequencies are low, you know what? Seven hertz, 10 hertz, you know what I'm saying? Now it's probably 14 hertz. But anyway, um, that's the point of free energy. Now, if you come in and your twin self comes in, this unbalancement that you have, in imbalancement that you have, because you're more male, right? Right. And your twin self is female, right? Which means you're dominant in electric, she's dominant in magnetic. Right. When you come together, it becomes 50-50 collectively. And when you become like that, you get you you have sacred marriage, which is called hieroscamus. And you can stay in the neural network of God because God is zero point. You go into the zero point. You become part of the zero point. And every time you come out of it, you have to split again. Mm -hmm. Because you 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 go through process of creation again. Remember dualism? Yeah. Yeah. So right here, it's neutral. It's matter, antimatter together, existing together simultaneously. When you do this, you separate it. Matter, antimatter. Mm -hmm. and you have the process of creation through dualism and with its intricate orthogonality principle which tells you electric fields are opposite to magnetic field and mm -hmm. space and time I'm sorry, perpendicular to each other and you got to create a space and time which are again like two vectors in terms of mechanics right would you say from a philosophical or in spiritual perspective um, that neutrality or um, equilibrium or, or um, I don't know, equanimity would be the goal to or a way of achieving unconditional love? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, actually, you cannot ascend until you go through hero scams. Okay? Because here's what happens. When you come in here to this point of zero point, you go in a torsion field. There is no time. Mm -hmm. You can be at anywhere, anytime, immediately. So you can, you can transmigrate and go to another part of the... Uh, 
neural network of God, which in terms of our spherical stuff, from here you go to a lower sphere, mm-hmm. lower sphere to a smaller sphere, higher frequency sphere. That's what uh, that's what ascension is. That's what Earth is doing right now. Mm-hmm. Earth is going to be losing its curvature. It has been losing its curvature. This is why the uh, uh, magnetic field is changing dr- drastically. The, 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 uh, actually, uh, it's going to also affect the gravity. Mm-hmm. You're becoming less dense. Mm-hmm. But these are, you're building new bodies. It's like reshedding skin. When you reshed skin, then you have that body. You don't have it now. You're suffering through this because you're trying to experiment with this or work with this to get the crystal body, mm-hmm. which is the higher and higher body, right? right? And it depends how successful you are in accreting and absorbing this energy. You end up in the fifth, seven, nine, twelfth dimensional way beyond it. Just leave the modern universe. Because there's actually there's a lot of but not a lot, but some have come in here from there to help people. Mm-hmm. They embodied themselves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And these people are gonna just go back. They you know they they, they have nothing to learn. You know, they, they you know, I mean there may be awakening and and and, and coming to the task and all this kind of stuff, but they're not from here. They've already gone, you know, if you are an ascended master or above, you've already gone through all this 12-dimensional. Mm-hmm. So you know what I'm saying? You you don't, you, it's like a PhD, you got a PhD, you don't have to sit for an exam anymore, you know? <laughs> you know, and, or, or whatever, whatever. Yeah. Interesting. One of the other things that I wanted to bring up before we wrap this up that I read and just came into my mind as, as I was reading was your description from the cosmos to a universe to the galaxy to um, solar, solar system. system to Planetary. the, the uh, atoms and everything. The model is all the same, just in different scale. It's the same. So, Part so, of the reason when I started things, see, think about some of the stuff I've said about cosmos. Mm-hmm. Some guy can come and tell me, you were there shaking God's hands in the center of the cosmos, and you saw all these dimensions, 356. Somebody can ask me, some different person can ask me that, you know what I'm saying? In a very rhetoric fashion. Let me tell you something. Everything that I did was guided to something. Like the stuff that I came up with matter, antimatter, happened under shower in 2011, which I was pleading with God to leave me alone because I was so tired. I was so exhausted. I had a bad headache, and I couldn't sleep. And I was on the couch downstairs, and I had work. I had been working like maybe 22 hours a day, up, never slept, slept two hours when you're there. You can do that three, four days, but you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I changed. My, I changed. I changed now. I, I pushed myself to sleep. I could. You know, I was up. 
12 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 4 o'clock. I was up and I pushed myself back to school. No more work. So, but anyway, um, what was I saying to you? What was I saying to you? Uh, I was talking about how like the cosmic model all the way down to the yeah, yeah. atomic model are, are the same. Yeah, and it came to me after the shower and I came to that time, trying to But I'm not happy. I'm scared. And it told me, take a piece of paper and draw this picture. And the picture that I was, it was two straight lines. And with a vector like this. And said, rotate the vector. Does that ring a bell to you? Yeah. <laughs> and I said, what the heck? What are you talking about? What is this? Space time, I had not written about space, time, anything. It was countless, countless nights that my head was exploding. Sometimes, actually, I tried very, very hard not to lose sanity. Mm-hmm. Because when it grabs you, it has no concept that you're in a physical system. Hmm. It just pulls you, pulls you, pulls you. And you know what? I have all the of course, characteristics that I have to know. I have to know. I have to. My son was saying a couple of days to me that you have to know everything. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So anyway, um, it dragged me. And I've, I've had that in the, in the, in the jacuzzi tub. I've had it all. It's just, just no. Because it pulls you, pulls you. And it's always the cosmos. It's, it's, it's about all these things that you have to vision. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it came in there and told me to do this. So I came up, and then there was matter, antimatter, then there was consciousness, quantum consciousness, and all this stuff. I came up with that before I introduced the quantum space times, a lot of stuff. Little by little, it all came together. Little by little, little, it just comes to you. And it's just like bits and pieces and puzzles, you know? And uh, so, again, what was your question, my friend? Uh, oh, yeah, I was just talking about the, you know, from the, co- the cosmic model down to the atomic model and how they're yeah. all and the that, same. That's something else that was so One day I sat there and looked at the elect- electrons in two orbit in orbital. One rotates this way, the mm-hmm. other one rotates it. Call him half a spin. I said, why the heck? And I tried so much to understand you know, electrons or the electron motion or the fundamental thing about your matter, your weight, you know, your mass, and the fundamental thing about your, your consciousness and and. and, and Moving from a different plane of existence. Right. That's what I'm And it's all electric, but it, electric is expensive. You know what I'm saying? So, anyway, I said, what all of that? So, I was trying to keep it to me. I'm sitting up here. Electrons are here. And I thought about the dark side of the moon. I mean, yes. The pictures come to you that way, and then you find such a validity. Because let me tell you something. Everything that's out there in the cosmos, it's right here. Mm-hmm. You can't see it. 
You have to have the frequencies. You have to have the, you know, to see it. This is what's happened to all the great scientists that clicked. You know what I'm saying? And they saw the thing. It's all here. There's nothing. It's not like, oh, what am I going to find? One person asked me, what am I going to find if I'm going to go to 300, you know, uh, dimension 300? What's in there? There's always a lot of plasma light energy. It's going to devour you. You couldn't stand being there with your physical system or whatever. Mm -hmm. It doesn't operate in that fashion. Oh, yeah. Well, that's hell then. It's not hell. (laughs) (laughs) It's not hell. It's plasma. It's plasma, the very high frequency plasma. Right. It's the quantum energy are moving like crazy there. You know what I'm saying? Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway, yes, yes, my friend, you are completely clear. You're very perceptive in some of the things you say. You start thinking by yourself and you come up with interesting, uh, you know, analogies, questions, whatever. Yes, electrons did it to me. And for a long time before I dared sitting down and writing some of this stuff, which then connected the quantum consciousness theory. That's the, see. Yeah. Space time. What is matter and antimatter? World of matter and antimatter. And I started thinking about the omni And then, of course, it led me into parallel, anti-parallel dimensions. Because there are a series of anti-parallel dimensions. We didn't talk about this. Maybe it'll come later. We'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. I've talked about the the uh, tops. The, yeah. Um, so, well, but we'll talk about this. So I think we're probably saturated right now. So what we're going to do, we're going to treat this, and you're welcome to choose other things in the future, and we'll treat this as Christie's, um, you know, mm-hmm. reprograms, whatever it comes, because I don't think we should stop the conversation and make push, pushing you to, right. to read and read, and then what? The people read, and you know, many people have read these things that they that, they can recite them in their sleep, but they still have questions. Right. <laughs> so I, th- I think we're doing service. I think we're doing a great job. What I, time do we have? Hmm? What time do we have? Oh, it's uh, 1024. Whoa. At least, <laughs> at, at least in my time zone. That's one, it's, one, it's one and a half hours. Uh, so, your service? Two and a half hours. Now, can I... Not from nine o'clock we start. Is yep. it eleven? You want to do nine o'clock next time? No, no, no. My time was nine o'clock. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yours was eight. Mine was, was mine was eight. Yeah. Oh, then we are to now. We got to stop because there's too much people can read. Hey, but let me ask you this uh, before you go: how how many pages have you read? Forget about the references because there's pages and pages of references. We've read nine pages. And what is it? It comes to 20, 22? I think there is... Well, some are diagrams. So. In the middle, I have diagrams? I don't remember. No, they're at the end. Oh, forget the diagrams. To the last of the... I'll say the last of this is page 9. We would have... 
13. Oh, about five more pages. Oh, well, so, not, so, so we're sort of like at the halfway point. And then, then the rest of it's like diagrams and equations well, and references. We can discuss those if you, if you display them. We can discuss those. Yeah. But anyway, uh, one of the things I wanted to say is just people should really check the references, those things in a bracket. Uh-huh. Because, uh, you know, actually I've started doing this definitely because they're coming to 150 references, 120 references, whatever. Um, I, I don't want to regurgitate things over and over. Some of the stuff I did because I expanded on it. But I, they're done. So uh, now I have to regurgitate. So I may say a very, very, uh, a sentence that, a sentence or two or statement that describes what I want to describe. But then they should really go to brackets to really get the full account of it. Yeah. Like we can't go through all this stuff. And I've actually explained this in a bunch of places. We did talk a lot about it, uh, about the, the dimensions and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So um, it, it has a bracket in there. It says parallel dimension. Go read parallel dimension. I'll give you a little idea in here. But you want all the details about phase angle, this, this, this. Go, go read that. And I have them in different things. I wrote them in terms of cosmos, and then I wrote a series of four papers that are just about the universe. Uh-huh. Because I thought people relate to universe better. They want to see what's going on in these 12 dimensions. They don't want to... You know, when you say 356 dimension, they say, whoa. <laughs> you, know, they don't, you know what I'm saying? And it's, it's, it's the principle. The principles are the same. Yeah, yeah. It replicates, sort of. Exactly. It's it's a hologram. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You created then another hologram with the same sort of thing. It's the same, you know, it's a different size and whatever. But anyway, so if you are happy and content and pleased, we will wrap this on up with your permission. Sounds like a plan. And uh, get to, to the second one. When would you want to do the second one? Uh I'll have to look at my schedule and see. Probably, let's see, what month is it? It's still May, right? Yeah. You don't want to leave it too far because it's the same. Yeah, we could thing. probably just do it sometime in June. Okay, because the, the thing is because, that... Because I'm really overbooked for the rest of this month. I mean, if just, for, just as an example, tomorrow I have five scheduled. Wow. <laughs> So tomorrow is going to be like a 12-hour day. <laughs> yeah, but these are working out as something that I think you can use because they're, they're basically like interviews. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, the, the, it's quite different the way that uh, the others. I have talked a lot with the others too, but they've read the paper and finished it, and even longer papers, you know, mm-hmm. pages and everything. 30 pages. But anyway, um, okay, very good. No, we did good. And um, I hope that people agree with us. That's the most important thing. <laughs> because after all, it's a service to them. Yes. And, uh, you know, we'll do it whenever we have to do. You got it. Uh, yeah. Um, well, thank, you can, for, thank you for taking the time today to do this. This was great. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you for volunteering to do this uh, it does bring the paper to people's attention and 
as I've mentioned before, it serves the purpose of those, you know, it serves those people who don't read, mm -hmm. not read, they have either disabilities or some reason they don't read. And, um, you know, it also encourages people to read, you know, as well as the way we've done it in the interview, we should have provided them with some interesting information. Maybe. Yeah. What I'll do too is, and in the, when I post this on my podcast, in the link, I'll put a link to the actual paper. So people can go back and reference this paper and look at the diagrams too, because okay. that does help clarify some of what we're talking about. If they're having trouble visualizing it, they can just go to the paper and look at it. Did I talk about parallel dimensions in this paper? This thing I must have talked about parallel. You, you do, parallel yeah. Mm -hmm. They need to know. Yeah, yeah, and the diagrams really help explain that. Okay. You might want to, at that time, you might want to uh, either go online and use a share screen or just show it to the camera. Yeah, yeah, we'll find a way to do that. All right, well, thanks for being on, and hang on for one more moment, and I'm just going to play my outro, okay? My pleasure, thank you. Thank you for listening to Everything Imaginable on KGRA Radio. You can reach Gary at everythingimaginable2020.com or email him at everythingimaginable2020 at gmail.com. He's also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and LinkedIn. You can buy t-shirts, coffee mugs and other merchandise to support the costs of producing this podcast. Click on the merchandise link at the top of his page www.everythingimaginable2020.com Oh yes, I almost forgot. You can buy his book, Enlightenment Guaranteed. It's the only book on Zen that you'll ever need and it's on Amazon. It'll change your life because remember, everything that exists was first imagined. Hey, if you loved what you listened to, don't forget, rate, review and subscribe.